Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. And today's podcast will be on skill versus talent. And as usual, as usual, I will start this podcast off with a quote. The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concept, concepts people have for trying to excel, who have dreams, and who want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. And that's a quote by Will Smith. The difference between talent and skill is something that's argued about or debated about sometimes um, amongst like especially sports um conversations and stuff like that um you know some people are just like naturally talented where they say oh this person is very skillful and there's a big difference and there's a big purpose or intention behind the word that you choose and the word that you use um talent is skill and, and talent versus skill is um definitely a debate that's been going on for a long time and one definitely is natural you know talent is like a natural aptitude or ability um you can be born with talent um you can be born a certain way or you can be born possessing a certain skill set that you don't necessarily have to work at that's talent um skill skill is the ability to do something well and expertise but skill you gain again after going back to the will smith quote is after working on your craft for hours and hours and hours you know daily weekly monthly yearly it's just hours of beating on your craft um we can't control what hand you know life deals us um we can get a crappy hand or we can get a good hand but at the end of the day it's up to us to decide what we're going to do with that hand um we won't always be in winning situations but we can control our effort you know so where somebody might be more talented than you that just means that you have to put in the hours the practice and the dedication to become skillful in that same endeavor um which we'll go over some examples here in a second um again it's all about effort um so uh, the the best eff- the best examples that I could think about um, were naturally sports examples. So we have track. Uh, I played track, basketball, and football. And then when I got to to college, I played lacrosse. For some reason, I have no why, but no reason why, other than like the setting I was in, I needed to change or I needed something to kind of get my frustration out. And my friend taught me in the lacrosse, so I tried it. Um, I wasn't very skillful, but I was talented at being fast and hitting people because I play football. But um, track track is a great analogy for skill versus being talented. There are people that are naturally fast. I mean, they could just you know come out the blocks fast. They can go down the track fast and. They have fast times and it, it's just effortless for them. And then there's yet and still more people that are skillful. 
And these skillful people, they're not naturally fast and naturally gifted. But after hours and hours and hours and hours of working on the craft, going to the gym, studying, you know, techniques, especially now more than ever, because we have YouTube and YouTube is a great resource where you can study how to be proficient at anything. You can become very skillful by watching stuff on YouTube. Um, we also have Google. You can reach out to somebody. We have great coaches out there who, who will mentor people. But I feel like in high school, a lot of high school athletes take their coaches, take YouTube, you know, these resources for granted because sometimes we just do things the hard way. Like there's, there's a smart way to work out. You know, instead of just picking up weights and just, you know, lifting weight for an hour and then going home, you know, stretching, whatever. There's an intelligent way to lift weights. There's an intelligent way to run. There's an intelligent way to practice. And doing your due diligence and doing your research is what bridges that gap between talent and skill. I'm not saying talented people don't do their research, but you know i saw a lot in especially in the sports arena um where talented people just kind of you know had a nonchalant attitude you know they were talented so they didn't need to run as hard or they didn't need to lift as much weight or lift as often or study film or whatever you know and and it was to their to their dismay you know because even if you are talented you know, the, the person that's behind you or that may not be as talented as you, but that wants the same thing as you, wants to get ahead of you, can put in the time, the effort and the dedication and surpass you because of their due diligence. And this doesn't always, this doesn't only apply in a sports setting, even though sports is a very great analogy that's like physical and in your face and that you can see it also applies you know in school you know i'm sure that you've seen people that sometimes they go into math class i'm just going to use math because math is something that i have had to study had to become skillful at but i remember sitting in math class and there were certain individuals that would just you know pick up concepts pick up concepts extremely easy and uh and it took me practicing to get those concepts to get that understanding to get those formulas down but nonetheless you know with his talent and with my skill you know we both achieved the same point we both got a's or b's or what have you but it just took a little bit more work for me to for me to get to that place um and and that's that's one of the biggest you know differentiators between people like sometimes people will be more talented than you but you have you can't be afraid to work you know you can't be afraid of hard work because again hard work is that great equalizer um and it's not always the case i mean there's some rare cases where people just flat out are more talented than you but more often than not you know hard work is that that great divide and if you can work harder if you can just outwork your opponent then you can get the one up or you can get the lead in whatever race you're trying to obtain eric thomas always says that you have to train like you're number two 
or that somebody's always constantly coming for your spot. You know, you can't get in your number one spot at work, at school, playing sports, wherever, and think that you're not irreplaceable. You know, every day, somebody's trying to come for your spot. Somebody wants what you have. And if you want to keep that or get better at what you're doing, you have to keep that mindset like every day you have to fight for what you have, fight for your place, you know, your job, um, building success, attending success, sports, that position that you may uh, have, that slot that you may have being, you know, first, um, you know, first, first team, you know, so it's, it's, it's not something that you should take for granted, you know, skill, the skill versus talent debate or the gap between skill versus talent is again something life gives us but you can use hard work to make that an equalizer like you don't have to just settle and say oh this person's more talented than me you know there's nothing i can do to get ahead in life there's nothing i can do to get ahead of this person there's always something you can do and just going back to what i've always said you got to do what you can with what you have, with what you have where you're at. That's all you can do. Like, and if you do that time and time and time and time again, you're going to come out on top. You know, not always, but more often than not, you're going to come out on top. You know, because hard work beats talent all the time. And we see it, you know, uh, in the NBA or in the NFL, like some of those people that are in the NFL or NBA weren't you know naturally talented a lot a lot of them were but even those talented individuals spent hours and hours just working on that craft and when they get to the nba some people feel like they make it and they don't devote as much time or intensity into working at that craft and we see that you know and those people are the people that only last in the league for a couple years or they don't get as much playing time or they don't produce like they produced in college and then they kind of fall by the wayside but those individuals that fall in love with the game they practice their craft day in and day out those are the people that we see playing years and years and years and their name is always in the spotlight and you know when we think of that sport we think of that individual it's because they haven't fallen out of the mindset of hard work you know hard work is something no matter how talented you are you know you have to work hard you have to work hard if you want to keep that spot you know if if you think that the gifts that you have are good enough to keep what you got or to help you get to where you want to then i mean so be it but at the end of the day there is going to be somebody at some point in time who wants what you have as far as your position maybe your spot on the team and they're just going to outwork you you know and it's going to be your fault because we all have equal access to hard work we don't have all have we don't all have equal access to talent but we all have equal access to hard work so the differentiating factor between you two will be hard work um these so what i'm going to do next is i'm going to talk about two individuals that are that I feel are prime examples of hard work. Um, they're both motivational speakers. They're both people that I look up to um, and that I listen to often. I've heard their backstories time and time again, as I'm sure you have. 
And if you haven't, I would encourage you to go on YouTube and look up these individuals. They're very famous um, and just dig a little bit into their backstory, listen to what they have to say and, you know, make it a part of your life because these guys are two perfect examples of, you know, being in a, an environment that was conducive to failure, but they turned that around, made a success and they continue to use those strategies that developed at a young age or younger age and because of these strategies these these fundamentals they have become successful at what they're doing um throughout life i'm not saying these individuals aren't talented they definitely are talented but there was definitely a skill set that they developed while they were you know making their journey throughout life um the first person that i'm going to talk about is inky johnson so Inky Johnson is a former University of Tennessee safety. Johnson grew up living in his grandparents' two-bedroom house with 13 other family members. He slept on a pet on a pallet on the living room floor. And he and his family moved five times in nine years. He so if you listen to his story, when he was a little kid, there was an individual that he used to play football with his cousins and stuff in the street. And there was an individual that came by and saw him and said, hey, you want to play youth football? Gave him a chance, gave him an opportunity. So he got into youth football. And as he developed, he became more and more hungry for the game and saw it as a way out for him and a way for his family. So he would ask his mom to to stay a little bit later and so he could do extra reps, extra drills. And when it got dark, he would ask his mom to turn the lights on to the car so that he could, you know, see on the field what he was doing and stuff like that. He reached out to his father and he asked his father to um, help train him and uh, be a part of his life in that respect. And through all the hard work and dedication that he put in, he ended up being recruited. And one of the most awesome things about his story, I mean, there's a ton of things that are awesome about his story is that he had the opportunity to go to, you know, the normal high school for his area, or he could have gone to a different high school that was more known for recruiting athletes and stuff like that. And he chose the harder route. He chose the um, harder route of the two. Most people that came out of his school would end up in jail. They didn't really have careers or anything afterward, but he chose to go to that school just because others said, you know, it was a dead end or wasn't uh, the viable option between the two. And he went to that school and he still got drafted, even though, you know, it was said that the odds were against him. So when he went to Tennessee, he was playing in uh, a football game. I think it was a bowl game, um, but it was a football game against the Air Force in September of 2006. And I can't remember what, but a receiver had caught the ball and he was coming downhill on the receiver and he hit the receiver. And this hit, it was just, I mean, a stroke of luck. Cause I mean, in football you hit, I mean, in a career, I mean, since he was a little kid, he's probably had thousands of tackles. 
but it just happened that this tackle um, just didn't line up right. It was just a stroke of bad luck. And it caused severe nerve damage to, uh, to his shoulder, which was a career ending injury. But instead of getting down on himself, you know, Inky took that same drive, that same motivation, that same determination, and he turned it around for good. And now he travels around the nation giving motivational speeches. I mean, and he's still unable to use his arm, but he's not destroyed by that. He's taken that, that hardship and he has made it work for him. And this is where talent beats. I mean, this is where skill beats talent because if he was just talented, which I'm not saying he's not, but if he was just talented and he had the mindset that he didn't have to work in his craft or he had the mindset that, you know, oh, it comes easy, you know, and he was recruited based off of solely just his talent. Then when this hardship came into his life, he wouldn't had he wouldn't have had in his possession the fundamental characteristics in order to be better than his hardship in order to determine where his life was going instead of letting his injury determine where he was going to go because he could have just been injured you know he could have gone to college just finished out his degree and then just joined the workforce but instead you know he he used his notoriety as a football player and his injury to gain him traction as a motivational speaker you know and there's videos of him working out i mean he can't work out both of his arms he still doesn't have use of his arm but he he does what he can with what he with what he has where he's at you know and that's again that's all that life can ask of you you can't give any more than you got you know and he's he's just an inspiration he reminds me of my grandfather because even though you know, my grandfather wasn't a motivational speaker in the sense of, you know, Inky Johnson, but he was a motivational speaker to me. And in a lot of people's lives, he was a motivational speaker. And even though my grandfather was paralyzed, he got shot at a young age and the um, bullet hit his spine. But even though he was paralyzed from the waist down at a young age, I believe in his 20s, he still held a job, he still provided for his family, and he still contributed to his community in a meaningful and positive way. So, you know, but he had a hard life as well, you know, growing up on a farm and and even his later years, you know, sometimes he had to skip school to, you know, go and maintain the farm. So those hardships in his life just developed that character that when he got older and that misfortune fell upon him, it didn't determine the way his life was gonna go. It was just a comma in his life, but he understood that he still had to get after it. And he did get after it um, up until the day he died. So that's just another example. I didn't even think of that until I just started doing this podcast, but it's just another example of um, how the your mindset can be applicable in more than one place than another you know you might think that this skill set that you're building is just for school or to get a good grade or is just for sports 
um, to give you the advantage, but we don't know what life has in store for us. And this skill set or these characteristics that we're, we're building in our early age and even in our older age, we can change. We can always change. Um, this skill set, these skill sets that we're building, they're, they're becoming who we are and they're, they're making us. You know, so if, if you quit repeatedly, then you're going to be a quitter. And when hardships come your way, you're going to quit. And unfortunately, that may be your demise. But, you know, if you're a winner and you take hardships on the chin and you just get knocked down, but get back up when hardships arise, you know, it's just going to be another hardship. It's not going to be anything that's life altering or is not going to defeat you. And, you know, I can't say how long you're going to be knocked down like different people it affects different people different ways but all that matters is you get back up you know when my grandfather died and knocked me down but eventually i had to get back up because life demands that of you you know you you i couldn't do anything about the situation you know except go through the mourning process and then at the end of the day i still have to get up and give it get it because my life isn't over you know just an aspect of my life is over um, next, we're going to talk about Eric Thomas. Um, Eric Thomas is also a well-known motivational speaker. He was born in Chicago, Illinois, and raised in Detroit, Michigan. He was born to a single teenage mother, and after various arguments with his parents and aunts, he dropped out of high school and lived homeless on the streets of Detroit for two years. Again, he was living you know, in the hood, and he got caught up in his surroundings. And and getting caught up in his surroundings. He dropped out of school and was attempted to be a part of that life, um, which resulted in him being homeless. Um, but he identified that the way that he was living was not the way he wanted to live. And he wanted to change the circumstances that had been in his family for generations. Um, which was, I believe he said, none of them had been to college. None of the males had been to college. So what he did was he went from being homeless to getting his GED, getting his bachelor's degree, getting his master's, and then even getting his doctorate degree. So present day, he's the CEO of a consulting firm, uh, of a consulting firm called ETA LLC, and has led his team the doors of dozens of usually successful organizations of Fortune 500 companies, such as General Electric, Quicken Loans, AT&T, Nike, Under Armour, New Balance, and UBS, and continues to consult for major league sport franchises within the MLB, NBA, NFL, and MLS. So again, it was largely in part to his own decisions that these hardships were brought upon him. Um, but in the midst of the hardship, he decided that that's not the life that he wanted to live. He decided that's not where he wants to be. And he decided that life has more in store for him than where he currently is. So he went back to school. He started the basis at the basics. And, you know, when we're going up the steps, the most powerful step that we could take towards our success is that first step. So he took that first step. He got his GED. When he got his GED, that enabled him to be able to go to college. He goes to college, gets his bachelor's. And then just from that point forward, he continued his education. He got his master's, his doctorate, and now he's in charge of his own company. 
he's employing other people who may have been more talented than him but because he worked at his skill worked at his craft he worked at his mindset which is the an important aspect of your character that you can develop i would argue that's the most important aspect of your character that you can develop um your mindset dictates your perspective on life and your perspective drives your reality so et has been working on his mindset and he's gotten to the point where it's just grind for him you know uh he talks about how a lot of people get tattoos of lions and say quotes and motivational things you know involving lions but they don't have lion mentality you know he's the lion he gets up he goes out and he gets it and he does what needs to be done to support him and his family and to promote and procure like keep his business going you know et is about their life and and so is inky johnson you know both of those individuals they wake up and they go get it their lines from the time that they wake up to the time they go to sleep and they are talented in a lot of areas in their life but they also put the time effort and hard work into what their craft is they are very skillful individuals and they are two of the most perfect examples that i could think of of skill versus talent That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?